Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We are rolling through... Uh, the program here, and we're going to be joined by Barrett Salee from CBSSports.com here in a little bit to break down uh, more of the college football universe. And you just heard us talking with Lance Taylor. We're also scheduled, by the way, to be joined by Coastal Carolina head football coach Jamie Chadwell in the final hour of the program. He is in the mix potentially for the Vanderbilt and the South Carolina head coaching jobs. And crazily, as we started off the show uh, with this story, it is pretty wild, but BYU now traveling to play against Coastal Carolina, basically two days notice for that matchup uh, with BYU coming to town to play Coastal Carolina to replace what would have been a game against Liberty because Liberty is not able to play uh, due to COVID issues. So that story is a wild one, and hopefully we'll be able to uh, to talk with uh, Coach Chadwell, who is understandably insanely busy getting ready for uh, for that game and breaking down a new opponent. We'll see what that is like for him. And again, he is scheduled to join us in the third hour of the program. But as we often do on the Friday uh, program, let's go ahead and give people a little bit of a viewer guide for the best games that are out there. And I'm going to start in the NFL where I think the best game on the on the slate 
is the one that I'm going to be going and watching in person. It's two eight and three teams that are going head to head in the NFL, which frankly doesn't happen that you have two teams with records like this very often playing this late in the season. I think it's the best game on the calendar, honestly, uh, for everybody out there to consider. Uh, if you had to pick only one to watch, I think you can make an argument it's this one. The Browns on the road against the Titans. Again, I'll be there in person. This will be the fourth game that I've gone to uh, in uh, Nissan Stadium here in my hometown of Nashville to watch the Titans play. And I feel like the Titans are going to handle the Browns. I really do. I feel like uh, the, the Titans are going to get a win, but the line is out to six. But I feel like it'll come down to uh, to late in the fourth quarter. Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, two great rushing attacks. I'm more confident in Ryan Tannehill than I am in Baker Mayfield. And ultimately, that's why I feel like the Titans will get the win. Uh, but I feel like this is the best game of the day in the NFL. Monster game for both teams. The Titans just won back-to-back huge games beat the Ravens, beat uh, the Colts on the road. Now they get to come back home. Will there be a little bit of a letdown there? If the Titans can win, the next two games that they have are theoretically games that they really, knock on wood, should be able to win and not even have to worry uh, too much, although they've already lost to the Bengals. So maybe you should say it's the Titans every time you go to the field. you got to be nervous a little bit about what the outcome might be. But if you look at the next couple of games for the Titans, they should be wins. And uh, if they can get wins in those games, again, on the road against the Jags next week for the Titans and then the Lions coming to town, those should be wins. I mean, it's not crazy to look there and think, hey, the Titans could be 11-3 and with two games to go if they can beat the Browns. I think that's how significant this game is uh, for the Titans going forward. I think it's the best game of the weekend. I'm looking forward to watching it in person. And by the way, let me give a little bit of props to the Titans here. I'm a season ticket holder, and I got an email uh, earlier this week because I opted in to be able to get my season tickets, and I've elected to buy tickets to almost every game that I've been able to so far this season, I have a really good shot to get playoff tickets. Uh, There's a lottery in place, but they are rewarding the fans that have actually been willing to come to the games, even in the reduced capacity, and giving us a much greater chance to be able to get playoff tickets. That seems super fair to me. Uh, and, and I got to give the Titans credit for electing to do that because, again, we're only talking about a small percentage, you know, 13, 14,000 people or so that they have allowed into the stadium so far compared to a seating capacity of, I think, 68, 67,000, something like that. And so the people that have been coming to the games, I think, deserve the right to get the opportunity to buy the playoff tickets first. That's a pretty cool move that the Titans have made, don't you think, Dub? Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, you're you're getting rewarded for actually going. Why give uh, people who opted out and have chosen not to go to suddenly let them parachute in and go to a playoff game if they weren't willing to go uh, to regular season games? Nothing against people who made that decision, but it doesn't seem fair to me that suddenly they should be able to come in and take advantage of playoff tickets when they hadn't been willing to go so far this season. And by the way, I I would imagine these could end up being pretty expensive tickets because when you get into the playoffs in the NFL, 
I mean, when you're talking about a reduced capacity stadium, and certainly this is going to be the case down for the Super Bowl as well. We had Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, on. They're not going to allow much more than 25% capacity. The Super Bowl is always a wildly difficult ticket. I would think playoffs in the NFL because you'll also have fans from opposing teams, right? Like, let's say, and I'm just tossing it out there, let's say that the Titans are playing again against the Browns. Like, I would think Cleveland fans who haven't been able to see their team play in the playoffs would want to buy up a lot of tickets, too, and drive up the cost because they may not be able to watch their team play in person either. Like, I would think this is going to be a really difficult ticket. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. But good good on the Titans for, for that being the standard there. So that makes a lot of sense to me. Now it's my turn, and I'm staying, yes. I'm staying in division here, staying in the AFC South where the Colts – Going on the road against the Houston Texans in a big game now. Intriguing game. It's in the outkick six-pack, I'll tease people, which we're given for the final segment of the show. Just first off, the games this week, there's a lot of big numbers out there, a lot of big spreads, a lot of in the double yep. digits. This one is, is supposed to be competitive on paper. Now, this is a huge game for the Colts to stay on pace with your Tennessee Titans in the division race of the AFC South. But the Texans, they've been playing really well this uh, so far in the past recent weeks. They're three and two their last five and Deshaun Watson is probably having his best season he's ever had. I know a lot of people probably watched him on Thanksgiving tear apart the Detroit Lions, but this has been a theme in in recent months for Deshaun Watson. He's playing out of his mind. Houston getting points at home against Colts. Another little side piece of this game is the suspensions that Houston is dealing with, with with Will Fuller and uh, one of their top defensive backs. So that's definitely going to be a factor. I'm still not sure if I trust Phillip Rivers in terms of turning the ball over. I know Houston doesn't have the greatest defense in the world, but J.J. Watts on the other side. And when J.J. Watts on the other side, usually pressure comes about. And Phillip Rivers, he's been protected well this year, but I kind of think Houston stays hot, and I think they might go ahead and get the upset victory against the Indianapolis Colts at home. Doesn't stun me. Again, this pick is part of the Outkick six-pack. I'll give it to you uh, here to close out the show in the next hour. Uh, But I do think that's not a bad pick at all. All right, let's go to college football. And I know you are an Auburn grad, Dub, and usually you don't have a lot of faith in Auburn. And maybe we talked yesterday. You've got a little bit more faith now that the line's up to around seven. You just heard Lance Taylor talking about this game. I like Texas A&M at Auburn. I think it's a massive potential playoff game. This is the last most difficult, in theory, game that Texas A&M has on their schedule. Not to say they couldn't lose to Ole Miss. Not to say they couldn't lose to Tennessee. Certainly anything can happen, particularly when pressure gets ratcheted up. And certainly with the COVID universe that we are living in right now, who knows what might happen. But I think it's the last real challenge that A&M has. Auburn has been mysterious, enigmatic. You don't know exactly what you're going to get from this team week in and week out. I don't like their ability to stop the run. It's why I like A&M to win. But I think this is going to be an intriguing game. Auburn's won a couple in a row in this series. I think it'll be tight, but I think A&M pulls away late. It's the best game for me on the college football slate. What about you? I'm going down to Coastal Carolina. This game just got on the schedule yesterday. And this is just an awesome, just everything about this is awesome. The fact that this game got scheduled in basically hours is how I see it. And it goes to show you don't need to schedule these games 15 years in advance like we see all the time. That's probably my least favorite thing about college football. But in terms of the game, both these teams are undefeated. I tend to like BYU. I just think they have the better players. But Coastal Carolina and Jamie Chadwell, they're going to be playing hard, and I can't wait to watch this one. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, he's coming on with us, scheduled to in the third hour. I always say scheduled because anytime you have a coach and there's a lot of stuff going on uh, and people are busy, 
until they actually are on the line. By the way, this is the case with the president of the United States, obviously, too. Until somebody's actually on the line, uh, I always anticipate, especially in the morning, we can lose people. But if we got Coach Chadwell in hour three, I mean, this is a wild situation, right? To go from you're preparing for liberty for a substantial amount of time to all of a sudden you have an immediate pivot and you are now on the flip side preparing for a totally new team in BYU that has in Zach Wilson a first-round caliber quarterback that's going to be going up against you. I saw BYU has opened roughly as a 10-point favorite in this game, and so uh, I am intrigued to see for sure what exactly is coming there. All right, up next, Barrett Salee, CBSSports.com, scheduled to join us. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their goodyear test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be we're joined now by Barrett Salee of CBS Sports. We'll start with this question, Barrett. Are you still loving all of the Senate campaign ads that you guys in the state of Georgia get to continue to experience for at least another month? This is the God's honest truth. I went through just – I flipped through every network, like local network, just during one commercial break of, of the Steelers-Ravens game on Wednesday, and – Every single one of them had one of one of the four political candidates ads. At the yeah. same time, they were all at commercial, and they all had a political ad. It is infuriating. Like I, I joked with you a few weeks ago, but honest to God, if I saw a My Pillow commercial or a Liberty Mutual Insurance commercial, I would love it. I would sit there grin and grinning from ear to ear. It is. It, it's untenable. It's awful. Yeah, because everybody was ready, I feel like, when it got to whatever it was, November 3rd, and at least you knew, hey, the election is happening, and the election ads pretty much ended at that point, except for people in Georgia, because you guys just went into an additional two-month electoral calendar with the runoffs going on in the Senate, both simultaneously in Georgia. So I can't even imagine how frustrating it is with the political season that doesn't seem like it will ever end uh, for people who happen to live in the state of Georgia like you. All right, speaking of never-ending, there are so many different crazy storylines that are out there in college football and in the NFL in general. But the fact that Coastal Carolina is going yesterday, they were still scheduled to play Liberty, and now all of a sudden Liberty can't play because of COVID-related issues, and BYU is traveling across the whole country with their uh, with their caravan, their uh, their their trucks to be able to play against Coastal Carolina is pretty remarkable, right? We're scheduled to talk on the show with uh, Jamie Chadwell, the the coach of Coastal Carolina, in the third hour of the program about all of this and how wild it is. But, I mean, that's crazy, right? Yeah, I don't want to hear from any athletic director about how hard it is to schedule a game so you have to schedule it 15 years out. Like, yeah. I never want to hear that yeah. ever, ever again. Um, but good for BYU, man. Like, Coastal Carolina already was pumped. They're getting game day. And BYU needing a, you know, a signature win or another signature win, if you count the Boise State game one, um, and, and recognizing that game day is at Coastal and agreeing to a game, like, good for BYU. The, the, the schedule issue with BYU, the, the strength of schedule issue, has always been bizarre to me. Because what did you expect them to do? Their schedule got completely erased by COVID. 
And for them to scramble and just get a schedule together is a minor miracle. And then to take advantage of this situation, good for them. I can't wait to see it. Uh, they're going to get a lot of buzz. Obviously, Coastal Carolina deserves it for what they've been able to do. And BYU is a legit good football team. They've got grown adults with, like, families and 401Ks on the line of scrimmage. Like, they, they are – they are really good. So excited to see that. And, um, you know, it's, it's just, it's good. Like, you know, obviously this is a strange season and games are getting canceled and games are getting moved. And for us to get a game like that, this with, uh, two undefeated teams and be, get, being able to get a gauge for both of them, which one, you know, what they actually are, uh, really pumped. And, Man, if, if you were to tell me living in Provo, Utah, in the middle of the, the winter with snow everywhere, that I get to go to Myrtle Beach on a whim, even though Myrtle Beach has its downsides at times, I'm, I'm in. Let's go. You know, what, what's also interesting about the way this all goes, and I started off the show talking about this, I think BYU deserves way more credit than they're getting because mm-hmm. everybody in the Mountain West time zone and everybody in the Pacific time zone canceled the college football season and basically said, we're not playing for the entirety of July and August. And BYU not only said, we're playing, everybody canceled on them. They went back to the drawing board. They have done whatever it takes to put together a college football schedule. And now, drop of a hat, hardly any promotional time, preparation time at all, they're on the road to play against Coastal Carolina. It's really a credit to them, I think. It, it really is, and, and they got criticized. And, look, I criticized them a little bit for the Washington thing a, a few weeks ago where uh, they backed out of a game with the, with, uh, with the Huskies because they weren't guaranteed the game in reality because the Pac-12 um, you know, could, could rip it out from under their feet, which would have happened, by the way, because they, they scheduled Washington-Utah on a whim. Um, so, you know, I, I get that. And, and so – it to, for BYU to to do it and to agree with it, uh, to, to agree to do it, I think it does speak to. I wouldn't necessarily say that anytime, anybody, anywhere thing that they've been saying, but it does speak to the effort. I, look, and the thing with BYU, and, and I wrote this in, in my reaction column on Tuesday night about the the rankings. They figured out a way to play Boise State. They figured out a way to get Troy on the schedule and Houston on the schedule. Yeah, I get that some of those teams have had bad years, but. That's not BYU's fault. Like, That's right. They found they found out a way to get it done, and so you've heard schedule intent sort of thrown around with the playoff committee every once in a while. I think schedule intent for BYU matters a lot, right? Like because if the if there's a limited pool of teams that they can schedule to even make a statement, then getting the best of the best, or at least the perceived best of the best of the group of five to agree to play with you. Like, that's a huge deal. So, uh, yeah, they, they deserve a lot of credit. Coastal Carolina deserves a lot of credit because they do have a, a shot at, at a New Year's Six Bowl game, and this is going to basically make or break that. And, and so both these teams, yeah, ton of credit for both. We're talking to Barrett Salee. You can follow him on Twitter at Barrett Salee. CBSSports.com is where you can read him. Okay, speaking of college football chaos, the ACC basically decides, you know what? Let's just do away with our games on December 12th. We had Notre Dame scheduled to go to Wake Forest. Maybe the idea was you were going to make up the Florida State-Clemson game, although I think we all know that Dabo probably was not willing to get his team to travel back down to Tallahassee after the game being canceled on the day of. 
What do you think about the ACC's move to basically say, hey, it's this weekend and then we got the scores posted and we're rolling right into the ACC championship game? If you can get away with it, do it. You know, uh, if you can find a way to say, all right, look, we're not going to deal with any of these shenanigans. We're not going to put a team out there on December 12th not knowing who their opponent is because certain certain games could still get canceled. Like, let's just say, in theory, the Notre Dame-Wake Forest game, they could still have issues somewhere. If if you can get away with it and, and have some sort of reasonable argument, then then do it. I'm fine with it. Honestly, it's the ACC is in a situation where you've got one year with Notre Dame. You've got one shot with them in the conference right now, and it, it, they're they're in a position to make the playoff right now. They're going to make the playoff. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Even with a loss to Clemson. Uh, in the ACC championship game, so I look. I, I don't. I don't really. I don't really uh, fault John Swafford. He's looking around, saying the goal is to get two teams in the playoff. That's been the goal for the SEC for a long time, uh, and you finally have two teams that that legitimately have a case. So it, it give them, assuming it's Clemson and Notre Dame, which uh, based on on how this has gone down, clearly that's the assumption. Uh, to give them two weeks to to prepare for each other in Charlotte and. And see if you can get a good game, and and see if you can get Clemson uh, to 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 get that get revenge and get them both. And I'm fine with it, honestly. It's not it it's not a big deal. And honestly, if I'm John Swafford, I'd do the same thing. What do you think about the SEC's reaction? And do you think? <laughs> and look, it doesn't seem like Commissioner Greg Sankey of the SEC was very happy with the ACC decision. But I actually thought when I saw it. If Vander, sorry Vanderbilt, if Florida were to beat Tennessee on Saturday, and if Alabama beats LSU on Saturday, as would be expected, so there's really no need for Florida to play against LSU or Alabama to play against Arkansas, other than for purposes of completing the season. I thought maybe the SEC would do the same thing as the ACC. <laughs> it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. No, because the SEC would care more about, you know, the, the limited revenue from having fans in stadiums and whatnot. So there's that aspect of it, too. And, and really, the SEC's goal all along has been to get everybody 10 games, which yep. will, will likely happen because of games that are going to be played on December 19th that are not the SEC championship game. So uh, that's been the SEC's sort of implied and, in some cases, stated goal throughout all of this. And, and look, I, I like Greg Sankey. I, a lot of the things he says I'm 100% on board with. But if you're talking about manipulating the schedule in order to, uh, to get teams, two teams into the college football playoff, why is Cupcake Saturday scheduled every single year the weekend before rivalry games, aside from this year? Right? Like the reason that exists is to give your good teams preparation for their rivalry games. So I just – that, that – uh, uh, you know, I, you can't speak out of both sides of your mouth. And clearly uh, the ACC's decision is to get two teams in. And the SEC literally creates its schedule during normal years for that specific reason. Uh, uh, by the way, BYU, 10-point favorite at Coastal Carolina. That game obviously being scheduled on the fly here. You're, BYU, uh, you BYU, BYU. You think BYU wins big? I love Grayson McCall in Coastal Carolina and Jamie Chadwell. 
That is going when those two teams are on the same field together, it's going to look like varsity versus JV in terms of just overall talent and size and speed and skill. I don't know if you remember this, but you know, you go back and look at Alabama against some of the the the, um, the uh, college football playoff teams they played, like Michigan State. It's going to look like that, where you just know in warmups that. They're, the BYU dudes are on a different level because I, I'm not joking. Because of mission trips, their their offensive and defensive linemen are are literally adults, like like not just like young adults in college, like legit adults. And there's just they're not uh, Coastal Carolina just doesn't have that. We're talking to Barrett CBSSports.com. All right, Big Ten mess. Um, there's been a lot of talk, and I'm sure you've talked to a lot of people, too. I started, talk, started off my show yesterday talking about the decision about uh, what might have to happen with Ohio State, whether they could get a new opponent scheduled for Ohio State if Michigan were not able to play. Let's start here. Were you surprised by Kirk Herbstreet's comments hmm. on Tuesday night, which, to be fair... It seems like he was like a day ahead of the news cycle because Michigan had not yet canceled their game against Maryland. If that had happened, then I think the question of what exactly might happen the next week against Ohio State would have been even more in play. Uh, but were you surprised by the fallout from those comments? When he said it, I wasn't surprised by the fallout because right when he was saying it, it was like one of those things like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, you did it. Right, like I and I like Kirk. And honestly, how many of us actually thought what he was saying before he said it? Like a lot of us thought that. And now yes. it was, it was it, it, for the most part a joke, right? Like, okay, yeah, Michigan can bail out and and ruin Ohio State season because they can't beat them on the field, so they might as well uh, prevent them from making the playoff, right? Like that. A lot of us said it in a joking manner, and certainly a lot of us thought it in a joking manner. I, the way Kirk presented it is that it was potential reality and that it was being discussed among coaches outside of Ohio State and Michigan. That part of it, I, I think he, he overstepped his bounds. But I, I think him saying what a lot of us had thought, but even though a lot of us thought it in a joking manner, I, I thought, oh, you can't do that, not with that platform, not on the college football playoff ranking show, and don't present it as fact, right? Like, th- if you want to make a joke about it, fine, whatever. But or even talk about the fact. possibility that it could happen, right? That, that, that this has been, once Ohio State had to cancel against Illinois, based on the Big Ten rule, you knew they yeah. had to play the final two games. And if Michigan is not going to be able to play, and, and frankly, these are conversations that are going on behind the scenes. And Dabo kind of blew it up in public when Florida State decided not to play against Clemson. But because they don't have to release all of the testing data publicly, you know, in the NFL, for better or worse, we know exactly who has tested positive pretty quickly and it's transparent, and they have a COVID injury list, whatever you want to call it, that they put out from the NFL, and you can see exactly how many players are impacted. In college football, we don't have that. And so you can have a situation where one player tests positive and a team doesn't feel like they can play because of contact tracing, which is its own mess and everything else, but it leaves open the possibility of subterfuge in a way that doesn't exist necessarily in the same way in the NFL. 
You're right. You're right. And and that I think is is the genesis of of Dabo's frustration and why maybe Kirk thought that what he was saying could be reality because there is just that unknown, right? Like there's just the unknown that. Uh, maybe that team feels like since it's two quarterbacks had COVID and, and the coach knows that, then, you know, they, they've got to find a way to keep it hush hush and bail. Uh, and, and that cloak of secrecy really has, it, it, it's to a point been around college football forever because you, you never know about injuries. And a lot of times you don't know about suspensions. And uh, that I think is, is gamesmanship. And, and I think that fear and the paranoia, which, I mean, you talk to coaches the same way I do, they're the most paranoid people on the planet without question, uh, and especially in college because they don't know all the information, that, that it's just sort of a residual effect that uh, uh, naturally coaches in college would think that, uh, that there's something going on behind the scenes that, uh, that they might not know about. So to me it's more of a mindset thing than anything else. Uh, but it's it's not surprising because that's just the way those guys are wired. So let's go to the Ohio State situation. The athletic directors in the Big Ten have an ability to remake the rules as to who should be eligible. <laughs> do you think they should do it? I think they should do it, but I don't know if it matters at this point. They they look. You should put your two best teams in. Uh, if you have divisions, fine. I don't like divisions in college football. I don't like divisions in pro sports. I think they're stupid. But yeah. uh, if, you, if you have divisions, you, you need to find a way to get the best team from each division in, uh, in the championship game. And, look, this is a strange year. None of the rules you break right now, are, you're not going to be held to them moving forward. And if, if people expect that, then they're idiots. So if, if you have this issue and you have to be fluid with things, then do it. So, yeah, I would, I would eliminate that stipulation and, and say, look, Ohio State, if you're 5-0, and go play in the, in the Big Ten championship game, whatever. And I don't know if it will do anything, though, because I think most people understand that conference championships really aren't what we're talking about in terms of, of uh, making a team playoff worthy, although it is in that, the, the protocols. I think the eye test matters way more and, and even more so this year than any other year. So if Ohio State doesn't have enough games to, to prove that the eye test, to prove to the eye test folks that they're worthy, worth it, you know, playing in the Big Ten championship game over Northwestern doesn't matter, right? Like that's just, yeah, that's, that's just a, a, another game for, for people that, that view Ohio, want to view Ohio State as elite. So I, I would change it. If I were Kevin Warren, uh, there were a lot of different things that I would do if I were Kevin Warren because he's botched this every step of the way. Uh, but I would certainly do away with it. Uh, but, again, I don't, I don't necessarily think it would accomplish what, what they hope that it would accomplish. I think that haste sort of already in the barn. Okay, so the only way I see – I'm curious if you agree or disagree. The only way I see an undefeated Ohio State being left out of the college football playoff is if the following happens – if Alabama loses to Florida and you have 10 yeah. and 1 Florida, 10 and 1 Alabama, both those teams are going to be in, right? I would and be stunned beyond Texas belief. A&M. 9 and 1 Texas A&M still out there. I'm going to get to them in a sec. But if Clemson then beats Notre Dame, I think mm-hmm. that both Clemson and Notre Dame are in. So one yeah. scenario would have two SEC, two ACC teams, and it wouldn't matter what Ohio State did. I think they would be left out. 
Are yeah. there other scenarios in your mind where an undefeated Ohio State could be left out other than the one I just said? In other words, is there any possibility that 9-1 and one Texas A&M gets in above Ohio State in your mind? Is there any possibility that undefeated Cincinnati or undefeated BYU or anybody else can make that run and put themselves in position to jump over Ohio State? Uh, for BYU and Cincinnati, it would take an upset. Which look, we we could happen. Whatever, you know, it's college football. Um, I, I think if Texas A&M looks great down the stretch, which they did, it, their defense is filthy, and and I think people are starting to recognize how good that defense is. If they look great against Auburn, look great in the following week, I think they play Ole Miss. Um, that that would go a long way, especially if it's their defense driving the bus, uh, because you're sitting there talking about uh, a nine and one team that has looked dominant. And against Alabama, I know Alabama, the scoreboard looks one way. Uh, they got inside the 25-yard line five times, and I think they only got six points out of it or something like that. Um, so I could see a situation where Texas A&M puts more uh, on, the, on the table than, uh, than Ohio State. If you go back and listen uh, to, to what Iowa's AD Dave Barca said on Tuesday, he said that the debate between Texas A&M and Ohio State was pretty close last week so if it's close now then i would imagine it would only get closer and more heated as they move forward good stuff as always barrett salee appreciate you my man have a good weekend enjoy those political ads i will not do that clay but thank you <laughs> fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. 
As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires, shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Uh, Also want to tell you, as we get prepared here to talk about the idea of maybe Urban Meyer to Texas and all of the zaniness that would entail, get your bets in. $5 bet on Tennessee or the Browns. If you pick the winner there, 25 to 1 payout gets you back $125. And if you're listening to me right now in the state of Michigan or in the state of Virginia, you're about to have sports gambling legal in your state, up to $1,000 free wager in those states. Go sign up today, fanduel.com slash clay. That's fanduel.com slash clay. Smart move to make. Now, there's a lot of different moving parts as we have had more coaches fired maybe than we anticipated. Vanderbilt has fired Derek Mason. South Carolina has fired Will Muschamp already and a big matzo ball out there that may be about to drop. There is talk that Tom Herman is going to be fired at Texas as soon as their season is over and the guy that potentially could be taking over there, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer has gone undefeated at Utah. He has won a national championship at Florida. He has won a national championship uh, at Ohio State. Two national championships, actually, that he won at Florida. And Urban Meyer retired and said that was it for him, and he's been working for Fox Sports. But what typically happens with these college football coaches is as they actually start to step away from the game, they miss it. Now, there's a few exceptions, right? The Jimmy Johnsons of the world. 
But even guys like John Gruden, who went back to the Raiders, if you remember, there was always that inkling, that idea that he wanted to get back to college football or that he wanted to get back to the NFL. And it seems like that might be the case with Urban Meyer, who you'll recall basically said, hey, I'm done when he retired at Florida, set out for a year, got healthy again, still had that drive, still had that energy, went to Ohio State, won a national championship. Everything at Ohio State turns into a messy situation, particularly surrounding Zach Smith, his former wide receivers coach. And the rumor was that Tom Herman, the Texas football coach, was one of the sources for that story. And now there would be a certain level of irony in Urban Meyer replacing the guy who used to be his offensive coordinator at Ohio State if he went to Texas. Now, Texas Longhorn fans are all in on this rumor right now. You'll remember several years ago, there was the idea that Nick Saban was going to go to Texas and everybody chased that kind of pell-mell all over the place. The idea that he was going to be the next head coach at Texas was rapidly spreading, right? And then... Nick Saban basically squashes that. He's still at Alabama. He's gone on to win championships since. Well, now Texas fans are looking at videos for Fox Sports that Urban Meyer is putting out, and they are convinced that he is in an Austin-area hotel room. We had a story up about this yesterday on OutKick. There is nothing like flight-aware season, like college football rumor season in college, uh, anywhere else in sports. I love it. It's deliciously entertaining, deliriously entertaining even, and you never have any idea exactly how it's going to go or what jobs are going to actually come open. Remember, Tom Herman still has the job right now. The idea that Urban Meyer is in Austin holed up in a hotel room seems kind of crazy, but then again, anything can happen in college football. So that is the latest. It would be a amazing move. And we talked about this a little bit earlier in the week with Billy Lucci, you remember, from Texags. And the conversation basically was, hey, Texas A&M is starting to play really well. They may be in the mix to make the college football playoff. Oklahoma under Lincoln Riley is rolling. And so with both sides of the Texas rivalry really kind of getting off in a good role, is it possible that Texas feels so much pressure that they need to go and try to make a big swing and get Urban Meyer and replace Tom Herman? I don't think there's even any doubt, even in the middle of what has been a COVID season where everything has been totally crazy. So we will continue to follow this story. We'll break it down for you uh, as it progresses. Again, the rumors out there, the rumor mill on the coaching carousel spinning like crazy. Could Urban Meyer to Texas be a possibility? When we come back, top of the third hour, final hour of the week, we'll break down more of the upcoming weekend in the NFL and give you our bottom five teams, the list of sadness. We already ran through the list of happiness with the top five. I actually gave you a top seven 
in the first hour of the program. We'll go back through that. Plus, we are scheduled to be joined in short order by Jamie Chadwell. He is the head football coach at Coastal Carolina. They just added BYU at the last possible moment. Chadwell is also rumored in the mix at Vanderbilt and at South Carolina as he has an undefeated team. College game day coming to town could be a really, really interesting weekend for him. We will talk. We are scheduled to talk with him next on the program. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. This is Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 